0: Come on, church, Jesus. Come on, church, one more time. Let's give God some praise, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As we all remain standing, let's lift up our hands tonight, amen, in a sign of surrender and say, amen. Father, we come before you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for all that you do, Father God, in our lives, Father God. Father God, we lift up Pastor Reggie, Father God, Pastor Sonia, Father God, as you watch over them, protect them, Father God, as they're out doing their missionary work, Father God. We just thank you for this night, Lord. Um, we pray for this message, Father God, that you will anoint this message, Father God, that you will put me aside, Father God. These are not my words, Father God. These are your words, Father God. Let us all be receptive. In Jesus' name. And everyone says, amen, amen, amen. amen. You may be seated, amen. Oh, amen. God is good. God is so good. It's um, it's a, it's a blessing to be up here, amen. Man, every every time I come to church, it's just no matter no matter what I'm going through, and and just just you know getting the feeling and all oh, on our way to church, and then coming into these doors, and God just has a way of of bringing you peace, amen. God has a way of restoring that joy and that peace, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're going through. You know here that you're seeking refuge, amen. And God, God is the answer. He will cure you, amen. Amen. It's a blessing to be up here, amen. Um, for those of you guys who don't know me, uh, my name is Josh. Um, I am a product of the men's home, amen. I came from the men's home. Um, man, I've been, I've been in the home for about five years. Uh, I remember the first time, the first time I came to church a while back, and um, I wasn't even saved. The first time I came to church, I wasn't saved. And I just remember uh, coming to service, and, and, and I was coming in. It was at the old church before uh, the church burned down, amen. It was over there at the old church, and I remember coming into service, and um, Pastor Jose sat me down, and I didn't realize it till later, though, but he sat me down, and, and him and Thudy, um were, sit, like, sitting right behind me, like, on me, you know, like, I was, I was burnt out, you guys, I was, I was strung out, I was lost, I was lost on drugs, um, obviously, I didn't get into gangbanging, amen, that, was, that wasn't my thing, um, but I was a junkie, I was a junkie, I did drugs, a lot of drugs, I partied a lot, um, I did a lot of ecstasy, was, you know, just very, very young, using, just using partying, going to raves, and just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, when I was 18, I started slamming heroin. And, man, once I started slamming heroin, it was just a wrap. My, my life just went to a completely different place. Those were the darkest years of my life on heroin. I was, I was strung out. I didn't want to do anything with anyone. My family didn't want me around. My friends didn't want me around. Even all the, everyone who smoked, they, they didn't want me around. They looked at me. I was nuts. And, and, and my life was just a mess. It, it was a mess. And I remember the first time I came to church, and um, Pastor Jose, he sat me down. He sat me right right behind the men's home and then um he was just sitting behind me and, and then I, I was just like man what the heck what, what is this place and i, I was just tripping out because i didn't i didn't grow up in church and I, I didn't grow up in christianity and i didn't grow up reading the bible or, or nothing like that and then pastor he was preaching and, and then they did altar call and I'm like, what the heck altar call what the heck is altar call and I, I just it just was i wasn't known to it and i just i was used to like oh if you um do the the sinners thing where um, when you get the bread, you know, in the Catholic Church, if if you repent, you know. I was like, man, how come they're not throwing water, you know? Where's how come they're not making a line to get the bread? And I was just like, what the heck, you know, what is everyone doing? So I went up to the altar, and they're all lifting their hands, and they're getting prayed on. and I'm just like, okay, I guess whatever the heck this is, you know. And then I remember I was lifting up my hands, and then. Someone started praying for me, and, and they were speaking in tongues, and I was just like, what the heck? These people are crazy. So, so I'm right here at the altar, and I got, I got like three grams on me of, of heroin, and I got my Rigs and my Xanax and my Res 100, and, and I'm just at the altar. I got my hands up, and I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. I was like, man, these people are crazy speaking in tongues. <clears throat> and I was like, all right, whatever. And I was leaving, and I remember as I was leaving, uh, Sister Samantha amen sister samantha yeah sister samantha she was like so i was like oh, i want to talk to Maria. and this and that she's like no you can't talk and he's like you need to go into a home and this and that and she was all looking at me and then she was trying to tell me that i need a change and i needed jesus i was like look man i don't know who the heck you are and i don't know what you're trying to tell me look i just need this this and she's like Nah, no nah. i'm like all right you know there's no way of getting to her i'm just gonna leave you know i've came it's obvious i have came to the wrong place <laughs> you know it's obvious So I'm leaving, and I'm like, all right, I finally broke out of that one because she was, like, like, just, like, trying to talk to me, you know, and I'm just like, dang, man, this lady, who's this lady, and and I'm walking, I remember I was walking out, and I was like, all right, I'm out of here, people are blowing me up, I got to do what I got to do, you know, I got to serve and whatever for some people, and then here comes another brother, JD, here comes JD, hey, brother, how you doing, brother, do you enjoy service, brother, Hey, you you know about the men's home, you want to go to the men's home? and i'm like what the heck who's this guy <laughs> and then jd jd had me and he didn't want to let me go it was like man dude i need to get out of here he he was trying to talk to me and now you did you to come into the home come, you know god has something great for you this and that and i'm like my god and then like 15 minutes later i broke free from him you know <laughs> and, and and i was gone and i was like man i'm i'm never coming back here again <laughs> yeah and um that was my first time ever going to church, you know, I, I wasn't saved, and, and then I was like, Shh, never again in my life will I go back, and, um, but how do you, how many of you guys know that God has other plans, amen, God has a purpose for your life, amen, five, five months later, I wasn't, I wasn't coming in as a visitor, I was in the men's home, amen, I was, I had a suit on, I never wore a suit in my life, I had a tie on, amen, I was all jacked up, yeah, I wasn't perfect, amen, and I had all these issues, I was battling with all these things I came into the home, but you know what, I thank God that I wasn't, I wasn't carrying a needle anymore, amen, I was carrying a Bible, amen, I had a Bible in my hand, and I was coming to church, and I wanted something new, amen, and, and, and man, I've never felt, so. I felt so, like I belonged here. I never felt like that. Like, man, what is it about this place? What is it about these people? Why are they showing me love? And I felt like I belonged here. Here I live in word. I just, I just couldn't explain it. I didn't want to be anywhere else. And, and, I, and I stuck it out. I stuck out the home. And I went through all these changes. And I graduated the home, amen? And I graduated the home 14 months later. I, I left the home. I graduated the home. I left the home. I was, working. I was working for a window place again. I went back to my old job. And then, um, man, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I wasn't doing anything for God. I wasn't doing anything for God. I was working in this, in this, uh, in this little factory, in this little, little shop, building these windows. And it was um, like four or five, four or five workers. And I was always to, trying to talk to them about God. Like, man, you know, Jesus Christ and this and that. They're all Pisces. So I was telling them in Spanish, amen. God was preparing me, you know, <laughs> Spanish. I was like, you know what? Jesucristo todo poderoso, amen. Él es el único. And then I was trying to preach to them amen but three months went by and they didn't want to hear me no more they'll be drinking you know you know carne asada, you know how it is and the man is like i couldn't say i was like man what am i doing like i want to be at the home i want to be at the conferences i want to be at men's discipleship i'm over here working this job and, and we would be working right and it was a, a little shop right and then uh, you know to open the doors the ones that like that slide up you guys know what i'm talking about and then there would be times where these homeless would walk by and we would work in the line, I would literally stop the line, the line from, from moving to run out and talk to these homeless. I, w- I would run out. I, w- I would stop the line. I would stop the line and I would run out. Hey, you know what? Jesus loves you, man. Here's a flyer. If you need to, you need to go to a home, here's a home right here. It's down the street. You want to come to church? Come right here. You see, God, God had other plans. God had other plans. I I was not at peace with what I was doing. I wasn't serving God the way he called me to serve. Yeah, I was was working and and tithing, and I was spending time with my family, and I was ushering, but I I had a misconception of it all. I was serving God the way I wanted to serve him. But you see, I wasn't at peace because I wasn't serving God the way he wanted me to serve him. Amen? And I had it all jacked up, and when I was out of the home for about... Like about four months, and then finally, uh, it was a uh, it was a conference. It was conference, uh, and I just I just quit my job. I was it was just man the preaching. I remember Pastor Edgy was saying, um, "If you're called, if you're called to serve, what are you waiting for? Picks the fly." And I'm like, "Man," <laughs> and that's what that that's, that was the, the last the last nugget that I got, and I was like, "That's it, you know, God God is speaking," and and I quit my job, and, and I came back to the home, and you know, I'm doing full time ministry, Amen. And um, I, I've been here since, I've been here since, I've been here five years, and man, I think, you know, and I thank God, we have, we have some awesome pastors, amen, Pastor Edgy, Pastora Sonia, oh my God, they, they, they know how to build you up, and we have awesome leaders in this church, I'm very grateful for, for everyone who, who's ever helped me, and, 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 and everything that I, that you've taught me, I just want to thank everyone, Pastor Edgy, Pastora Sonia, everyone in the church that, that's been there for me, amen, amen. But yeah, born again, amen, born again, Pastor Eji has a good, 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 good uh, sermon, and uh, man, you know what, born again, I was like, yeah, heck yeah, first coming, I was like, why not, born again, huh, leave everything behind, and you know, that's the thing about being a born again Christian, there's no such thing as a past, when you're a born again Christian, only a future. Amen. There's no such thing as a past of being a born again Christian. Only a future. You need to understand that your past does not define who you are. Amen. Your past does not define who you are, but prepares you for who you will become. Amen. It is preparing you. Don't don't worry about the past and, and, and things you've done. And amen. This is this is new. We're born again Christians, and, and and you know we're just living living our lives living our lives for Christ. Amen. Well, there's a, th- today's sermon, we're going to open up with uh, Genesis, amen? We're going to go to Genesis chapter 3. Well, yeah, you guys, amen. Just like I was saying, I'm so grateful, so grateful to be part of the part of living word, amen? And we're going to go to Genesis chapter 3. We're going to start on verse 1, Amen. You see, the enemy has a way of attacking you. Amen? The enemy has a way of attacking you. And, you know, when we're, we're Christians, we have to understand that, that we're going to get attacked. Amen? That he's not going to just give you a clap offering and, and watch you succeed and, and watch you become that person that God has called you to be. No, the enemy is going to do everything he can to, to pull you out. Amen? And in order to, to fight against your enemy, you have to understand how he fights. Amen. You see, a lot of times, like in sports, they, they like even like in football or, or boxing, they, they study their opponents. Amen. They study their opponents so they know how to defend themselves and how they can have victory against their opponents. And we need to have the same mentality. Amen. You have to understand how the enemy attacks you in order to defend yourself because he attacks you in many different ways. Amen. He, he just he's just the, the, the devil don't play fair. I'll tell you that. He does does not play fair. He will will hit you and, you know, he will hit your family and whatever. And, and, you know, he does not play fair. Amen? And we're going to start right here. We're going to start reading. Okay, the word of God says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say You must not eat from any tree in the garden. Amen. Now, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. Amen. So here we have Adam and Eve in the garden and the serpent, you know, he's trying to confuse them and he's... he's, you know he's tricking them, amen. And it says, "You will, you will not surely die." The serpent said to the woman, "For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like, you will be like God, knowing good and evil." Amen. So right here, look, we have the serpent attacking Eve. He asked Eve, "Did God really say you must not eat fruit from the tree?" You see, the enemy. Sometimes you will throw temptation in front of you, and he can't get you. Amen. Sometimes he'll hit you hard, and, and, and your car will break down, and, and then things are, are, are going to, going bad at the house with the family, or whatever the case may be, and God, and the, and the devil tries to do these things to pull you away. Amen. And, and you know that you're strong, and he can't phase you, and it's like, man, you're strong. But a lot of times, the enemy wants to hit you up here. Amen. He question he he questioned eve did god really say so that she she could question god so he he confused her with the question you see what i'm saying did god really say and so we got eve okay man did god really say see that's how the enemy likes to attack you he wants you he wants he wants for you to question the things of god amen oh did god really say that going to church is the only way you, you see, he has a way of, of getting to you. Oh, did God really say I, I need to finish the home? You, you see, oh did, God really, oh, did God really say I need a tithe in order to be blessed? You see, he has a way of making you question the things of God to throw you off. Amen. Because the mind, the mind is a very dangerous place. And we need to be strong mentally amen because the enemy knows when to attack you he can't attack you you can't attack your mind when things are going good I'm not talking about when you're praising God and and when things are going good no he tries to attack your mind when things are going bad because you're vulnerable and he wants you to question the things of God is God really gonna restore my family is God really gonna bring my kids to church you, you see what I'm saying church and that's how he attacks he attacks your mind so it's important that you always protect your mind so you're not questioning the things of god amen when the woman saw the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom she took some and ate it she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it amen So first, the serpent questioned Eve. So she can question God. Amen. So now she's all jacked up and, and oh, man, I'm tripping out. And did God really say? And I'm about to do something. And then, he, and then it says right here, look, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and desirable for gaining wisdom. So first, he'll try to jack you up in your mind. And then he'll throw temptation right in front of you that looks pleasing. Amen it'll it'll look pleasing to the eye It'll like oh man you know what this this might not be the only way there, there there is other ways and and the enemy will try to throw a whole different whole different um success to try to make you be successful in other different ways and and he'll make it look good amen. he'll he'll make things look really really good which it, but it's not amen you have to learn how to defend yourself amen and not let the enemy confuse your mind and throw something in front of you amen And I'm going to go on here next to Romans. Amen. So that gave birth to sin. Amen. That gave birth to sin. Now, sin. Man, when when we're in sin, it's just, it, it, it sucks. Amen. Romans 6.23. Let's go to Romans 6.23. Okay, the word of God says, for the wages of sin is death, amen, but the gift of God is eternal life in uh, Christ Jesus our Lord, amen, so the wages of sin is death, amen, and it's not talking about a physical death, but a spiritual death, amen, you see, we could, we could be in sin, and, and sin is disobeying God, you see, Eve disobeyed God, and she sinned. Amen. See, we could we we could be in sin and what sin does, it causes a spiritual death. You know what it was it, it, it breaks the relationship that you have with Christ. When when you're in sin, it's like, man, you don't want to come to church. You know, I'm talking about when, when you're in sin, you're like, oh, man, I, I don't want to go to church today. Heck no, not after what I did. And it's like, how can I go there? And, and you know, it's hard. And then and, and, Or being around other people, the enemy has a way of discouraging you to being around godly people when you're in sin. You're like, oh, man, I can't be around this, brother. And, and you're over here at church, and doing everything all quick, and you want to take off really fast. Or, or, man, they're trying to call you, and, oh, man, don't answer their call. I already know what they want. They're going to try to invite me to church. Amen. But you see, that's how the enemy tries to attack you, the, the death. But God is always willing to restore. Amen. God is always willing to restore. So you can come back to that relationship. The sin disconnects the relationship you have with Christ. Amen. So it's, um, it's sin. Amen. And then we're going to go right here to Luke. So sin, it starts off with sin. And then sin leads to death. Amen. So when you're in sin and then you're in a spiritual death, amen, and that's a, um, it's a very dangerous place to be in, in, your, in your Christian walk. It's a very, very dangerous place to be in, in a spiritual death because not a lot of people make it out. They, they, they don't want to come to church and, and they stop coming to church and, and they just give in. They, they, they throw in the towel. And, but you know what? Sin leads to repentance. Amen. Okay, on Luke 13. Now, there were some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifice. Amen. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all uh, the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you too will also perish. Or those 18 who died when the Tower of Solomon uh, fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all the other living in Jerusalem? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you too will also perish. Amen. You see, what Jesus was doing is he was giving them a warning. Amen. Unless you repent, you too will also perish. A lot of times, um, being a born again, we want to take advantage of God's grace and mercy. We want to take advantage of his grace and and come into church and and, and think that it's okay to continue to be living in sin, which, which is not. Amen. And he's warning them, Or do you think it will be as bad or you two will also perish, amen? Going on to verse 6. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now I have been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any cut it down why should it waste up any soil amen so here we have jesus that's walking by the, this tree amen and it's not producing any fruit a lot of times we could be like this tree and it's like well, what are we doing in, in our christian lives uh, are we doing anything to enhance the kingdom of god uh, are you producing fruit are, are you allowing god to use the gifts that you have for for his kingdom amen and it's just like man you're not producing any fruit and and it's like man it's it's a dangerous place to be amen and it says sir the man replied leave it alone for one more year and i'll dig around it and fertilize it if it bears fruit next year fine if not then cut it down amen so what this person was he was doing and he was asking for a chance amen he was asking for a chance look Let me, just give me one year look just give me one year to 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 redeem myself give, give me this just one chance god we could be in sin and we could be doing the wrong and we could we could be in sin for many different things even not being involved like i was saying the enemy has a way of pulling you from 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 doing things in ministry like oh you, you don't need to go and go and help there's already people helping and you don't need to go evangelize there's there's already people there and then the next thing you know like so many different people are getting in it's like only three or four people people and it's like man what happened to other people that were volunteering amen the enemy has a way and you're not producing fruit but look this man he was asking God for a chance look God just give me a chance to to, to dig around and fertilize it one year if, if it's not bearing any fruit okay then cut it down amen some man I know what it's like to seek after that chance and living a life of repentance and you know coming to to the things of God I didn't realize that that's what I needed Amen. That's what I needed. I didn't I didn't need a, a job. Amen. I, that's not what I needed. I didn't need a job in order to become successful amen, I I didn't need a car to become successful, amen, I didn't need my family to give me another chance to to live at their house to become successful, no, I didn't need my my connect to put me back on deck, or I didn't need my family or this and that, no, I needed a chance, amen, so we just got to seek a chance from God, look, God can do it, just ask God for a chance, amen, you can, you have that, God, give me a chance to, to be that father I'm called to be, and I can do it, just give me this year, God, God, give me a chance to be that mother i'm called to be amen and and you can do it just allow god to work in you living a life of repentance amen just seeking that chance like never before Amen. God, give me a chance this year, amen, to to restore my family, amen. God, give me a chance to become better. God, give me a chance to serve and get involved, amen. The best way to learn is to get involved. If God is putting that tug in your heart to get involved in ministry, then get involved, amen. Get involved and don't let nothing, don't let nothing discourage you, amen. You got to speak life into yourself amen, you, sometimes, your breakthrough is waiting for you to follow through, amen, your breakthrough is waiting for you to follow through, to get up and to repent, amen, God is right there, he's just waiting, he's just waiting for you to step right into it, amen, he's waiting for you to step right into it, you know what, I could do this, just step right into it, amen, don't worry about your past and the things you've done and and, and the people that you've hurt, amen. Just get up and allow God to move and manifest and change you. Allow him to change you into a different person. I am not the same person. I am not. No, not even close. Trust me. I was like born again. Heck yeah. Does that mean like everything erases? Because I was a connect like 300. Got away with that one. And I know he ain't mad because. He'd be liking the stuff on Facebook I put about, you know, about the things of God, amen? See, God has a way. Don't worry about what's going on out there and who your enemies are and, and who you're fighting with. Look, God is with you. Who can be against you, amen? Just allow God to move in your life. I'm telling you, living a life of repentance, that's where it's at just asking God for that chance let me turn away from this sin amen let me turn away from what i'm doing let me turn away from this anger god let me turn away from this addiction that that's built up so many years of my life but look there's a cure to sin amen there is a cure to sin his name is jesus amen there is a cure to sin and i am living proof amen i was shot out amen there is a cure to sin but it's incurable There is a cure to sin, which is Jesus Christ, but sin is incurable. Amen. We will be sinners till till we die. We're going to be sinners till the day we die. You're not perfect. I am not perfect. I got no business being up here. Amen. I was, I was not, I'm not the smartest man. If you guys know me, I don't have all those good words and I just don't, you know, some people talk smart. I'm like, dang, what the heck did he just say? You know, and, and some people are just so talented, and, and it's like, man, they, they do all these things, I'm like, I cannot do that, but I can learn, you know, I'll learn, I'll learn, I'll step into it, and I'll learn, and you may be a great mechanic, and this and that, but I'll, okay, I'll help you, and I'll do this, I'll, you know, I may not be all gifted on these things, but I'll tell you what, man, I I am faithful, amen, I'm faithful, I'm faithful to God, I'm faithful to my pastor, I'm willing to serve, whatever Pastor Edgy asks of me, you know what, Pastor, we got to do this, okay, let's do it, we got to remodel the kid sanctuary, okay, Pastor, let's do it, someone's got to step up, you know, it takes men and women to rise up, amen, for the kingdom of God, amen, I'll tell you what, I don't have, I'm not all good in all these things, but I got heart. I'll tell you what, I got heart. You know what? I put my full heart into it. I'll serve you wholeheartedly, God. I'll serve you wholeheartedly. I'll do anything you ask of me. The only reason why I became a home director is because I made myself myself available. That's it. I was just available. I was here. I was standing. Amen. I I just committed standing. Standing firm. You know, people, I've seen many of my leaders in and out. Hundreds of people in and out of the home. The only reason... Why I became a home director? Because I made myself available. I said, here I am, pastor. Here I am. If you, you know what? I, I see a need. I see a need. I see a need. And I, I'm, I'm willing. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I'm here to serve. I committed my life to you. I, I, I gave it all. I, I've surrendered everything. Every, I surrender my own desires. The things that I wanted to do, I put them aside. I put them aside, I don't even, I don't fulfill my vision. My vision is nothing, amen. My desire is to fulfill my pastor's vision, amen. His vision comes before mine always, amen. I'm here, I'm here, I just want to serve, amen. Amen, so repenting, amen. Look, at sin leads to death, amen. Sin leads to death, and death leads to repentance, Amen. And also, one thing I really liked about this was, was the tree. He was saying the tree, he said, for three years now, I've been watching you. Amen. God is saying, I've been watching you. Amen. We can we can come to church and we could be here. And we could we could be coming and this and, and we're sitting, you know, quietly. And but God, God is watching you, and He said, For three years now, you have not produced any fruit. Amen. I want Church, I want you to challenge yourself today to, to, to step into it. Amen. To, to do more. Amen. If, if you're just coming to church, amen, amen. But I think I'm talking to a brother and sister being here a little longer. <laughs> amen. If you've been coming here and God is putting that tug in your heart to, to step in and do more for the kingdom of God so that you can produce fruit, just do it. You got nothing to lose. Amen. You got nothing to lose. I talk to people. Come on, man. Uh, come into come. You know, coming to church. Comes that. Nah, I got man. I already lost everything. And and, and then I'm like, that's ex- you're looking at it all wrong. You're looking at it all wrong. You've lost. You're right. I told them you're right. You got nothing to lose. You know why? Because you lost everything. You lost everything. You only have so much more to gain. And you can't see what, you can't see that. all you know, The only thing you see is, is what's in front of you. The only thing you see is all the hurt and, and, and everything that you lost. But the enemy has a way of, of blocking your vision. He has a way of just blocking your vision and not allowing you to see the things that you can gain. Amen. He doesn't want, he doesn't want you to see what can be restored. Amen. Don't allow the enemy to, to confuse you and, and throw you off. Wow, I'm trying to, church. I'm pointing this out today because I know what it's like to 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 think wrong, amen. Oh no, there's other ways. There's there's other there's other ways and other other other, other ways and possibilities. And I would question God. There come times where I'm like, man, is this for reals? Is, is this for reals, God? I've been coming to church and everything's good, but I'm just not feeling it no more. There'll be times where I'm dry, and it's just like, man, what is going on? But look, I'm here to tell you, it's not always going to be like that. You go through dry seasons, but that's when God is working in you the most. You may feel like nothing is taking place. You may feel like nothing's going to happen. You may feel like God is never going to restore. But I'm telling you, God keeps his promises if you just hold on. Amen? Amen. So... Sin leads to death. Death leads to repentance. And repentance leads to deliverance. Amen. Deliverance. Now, what is deliverance? Deliverance is the action of being rescued or set free. Amen. The action. Of being rescued or set free. Amen. So you come to a place of repentance. You know what, God? I mean, you know what? Sin and world, I'm tired. So you know what? God asks for another chance. And you come to these altars and you repent and you say, no more. And I don't want to do these things no more. And then you get delivered and you come to the altar and you get laid out by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you walk away so refreshed and you're like, man, thank you, Jesus. Where have you been my whole life? Amen. And it's leading to deliverance. Amen. But you see, the problem is, a lot of times when we get delivered from certain things, we leave this place and we just pick it right back up. You t- we tell ourselves that we still battle with these certain things in, in our life when you've already um, got victory over that same battle. Why, why, why put a thought into your head? For example, if you're going to wake up and saying, I'm still this and that, I'm still a liar, I'm still angry. So you're just speaking death into yourself. Amen. Why walk into a battle that you've already won? Amen. You got to speak life into yourself. Why, why, why fight another battle that you have already overcome? Why, why step into this same thing? You already knocked that and pointed out. There's no reason for you to, to fight the same battle over and over and over. You've been delivered. Amen. So that's why it's important that you speak life into yourself. You want to know why? Because not everyone will. Amen. Not everyone will. Not everyone is going to be for you. Not everyone's going to say, yeah, I go to church. Not everyone is going to say, yeah, yeah, you you, you finished the home. Not every, your family, not everyone will say these things. I, there's been times where I was in the home and, and there'd be my family's like, oh, well, you're, you're scared to leave. And, well you're, 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 well, you're still there. And, well, you're, you're hiding and you don't want to get a job. Are you lazy? I'm like, man. I am not lazy. We stay burnt out. We stay working on the home. You got it all wrong. You have it all wrong. I am nowhere near lazy. Amen. But you got to speak life into yourself. Because not everyone will. Not all of your family and your friends will speak life into you. That's why you got to stay amongst the brothers and sisters. Your brothers and sisters are those who do the will of God. This This is my family. Amen. My family are those who do the will of God. Amen. I thank God. Man, I was telling Pastor Reggie, you know, you guys remember we did the altar? We wrote the names on the altar. Um, I, I wrote down so many names. And I'm literally, I, I thank God. Man, I've been praying for my family for years, years. And barely like four and a half years into God is finally answering my prayers. Four and a half years praying. Praying for my family that they will be saved. Praying to, to not give up and knowing that God holds on to his promises. They're coming one by one. I'm crossing their names off one by one by one in order. There's like nine of them that come here now. I just trip out. Amen. God is so good. Just keep praying. Don't give up. Amen. He holds on to his promises. Amen. Just keep on praying for your family. Amen. And all of your loved ones. Amen. They won't understand you. You see, the reason why they don't know you is because they don't know God. Amen. So they're not going to have the same point of view. They're not going to have this. They're not going to see the same things that you see. They're not, they're not going to think the way you think. You know why? Because they don't know God. The reason why they don't know you is because they don't know God. Amen. So you just say, God bless. I'm still going to do what I'm, God has called me to do. Amen. God put a path before me and I'm going to continue to walk it. God is leading my life. Amen. So sin leads to death death leads to repentance repentance leads to deliverance and deliverance leads to peace amen got a five point sermon <laughs> tonight amen uh first peter 3:11 are we going to be closing with this 1 Peter 3.11, the word of God says. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. Amen. So it all leads to peace. Amen. We're in sin and we're in a spiritual death and we repent we get delivered we 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 go to the altar and and then we find god's peace and you know things are going good and and you turned away from your sin and you're not making those same mistakes no more amen and then brother angel can you put up the the diagram amen so look it's it's like a, a, a a diagram amen it's a cycle amen and when we're at peace and you know god is good and things are going good and we're serving and we're coming to church and and you know we're praising god because we're finally get delivered and we're not making the same mistakes no more we're not giving into temptation we're not fighting anymore and being angry and we're doing all these crazy things and, and letting our family down amen and we're at peace amen but somewhere along the line we forget amen we forget and we repeat the same cycle over We repeat the same cycle over and over again. Amen. If you guys can stand with me tonight, amen. The name of this sermon was repent or perish. Amen. And you see this cycle. It needs to break. Amen. It needs to break. you You don't have to Make the same mistake over it and keep fighting the same thing. Fight a different battle. Go, go through something else. But I know what it's like to, to leave this place and, and leave my anger or my frustration or, or my fear or, or, or my, di- my, my discouragement and pick it up two or three weeks later. Amen. You see what I'm saying? This cycle, we tend to repeat it over and over again. Amen? But I'm here to tell you tonight, we're going we're to break that cycle. Amen? We're going to break that cycle in the name of Jesus. It's over. We're, we're going to be delivered. We're going to be set free. Amen? It's time to leave those things behind. We're going to leave it at the altar where it belongs. And we're going to leave it right here. And we're not going to pick it up because we know that God is the only way. And we're going to go out. Amen? Amen. As we all bow our heads and close our eyes. Amen. If you never uh, accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you'd like to lift up your hands to so accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you want something new and, and you're just tired and you want, you want to be born again and, and you may not know what is the way and Jesus Christ is the way, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, I would like to pray with you tonight. Amen. Or if this message uh, touched you in any way and you'd like to come to the altar tonight and pray, amen, I welcome all of you up to the altar.